Hi guys, my name is Sir Isaac and you are listening to the Business RPG Podcast, a show where I get to come on and interview successful nerds. I just got done with this interview that I am very excited about. You're about to hear from Jessie, aka Hookmaster Crochet on Instagram and Facebook. She is a mom, a crafter, and a D&D nerd who is growing a following off of handmade D&D characters that she crochets from scratch. You can call them figures, you can call them dolls, you can call them toys, call them whatever you want. I call them epic. I wanted to have her on the show because I genuinely enjoy her content, and she is making her way in a market that I have next to no experience in, but that most nerdy crafters would have an interest in hearing about. We talk about Etsy, we talk about Instagram a bit, and we talk about how she got started, but we also talk about it from the perspective of someone who has a unique skill and product. If that is you, then you are going to get a lot out of this episode. Take a moment to subscribe to the show, and without further ado, let's go to the interview. How are you doing, Jesse? Thank you for coming on the show. And I'm extremely excited for this yeah, interview. I, me too. I've uh, been talking about it nonstop since you asked. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah, my husband's like, you're famous now. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> you stop. Ever since I started gaining people on Instagram, he just kept mm-hmm. keep picking on me. You're famous. Can, can I ask you a question on that real quick? Sure. I, I'm I'm new to Instagram, just like I'm I'm new to all this other stuff. You have 266 followers, mm-hmm. and you're following 339. Whereas a lot of the people that I see, if they have 266 followers, they're following two or three thousand people. Um, yeah. did, did you just get that by posting regularly and staying consistent or did you, do you network with people? Um, well, a little bit of both. Mostly I, uh, just, I would go and find people that were interesting to me and I'd comment on them and, uh, like their stuff. Typically like with the crochet community, mm-hmm. it's a really, I wasn't prepared for it cause it's like really good community. Really? <laughs> There's just really good support with it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Well, I get a kick out of your stuff because I'll see like 3D made crocheted items, but I won't see that much detail, the different colors. And, and it looks like you're using different yarns in the same structure because you have like a tiefling back there, but then he's got a robe and it looks like he's attached, isn't he? Or is that clothing? With them, this is really how it started and why I started doing Instagram. Because mm-hmm. um, I like putting in the little detailed things. I was going to actually do some posts with them and like their little story, but I haven't yet. So yeah, I loved adding those little details because that's like what's on my character. And I originally just wanted to go with that and be like, I want to do people's characters and start crocheting them. And then around the same time that I did that, it was Mother's Day mm-hmm. and my mom has been obsessed with tarantulas for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> like all my life we've been killing spiders, mom. <laughs> but uh, she <laughs> she got some for her classroom. She's a preschool teacher. Okay. And she got them as the class pet and just has been obsessed with them. That's and epic. she kept teasing me, I need you to make me a spider. You need to make me a spider. So for Mother's Day I was like, all right. I'll find a freaking pattern and I'll make you a spider. And I wanted to make it huge. So I bought like this really thick yarn to just make that pattern bigger. Uh, And she posted it on Facebook and then um, (laughs) it just like blew up. Really? Because it's like the only thing I ever sell. (laughs) People just love them. I I noticed on your Etsy store, you have, you have just two listings up. 
um, one uh-huh. for the spiders and then one for the D and D characters. Is is that because spiders are such a bigger part of your market or your uh, your 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 selling, <clears throat> or is it people are are people coming to the D and D stuff as well? Um, so actually, I've seen a little bit more um, interest in them. I haven't had any uh, sales with them yet, but there's been more interest in like them being favored, like put on the favorite list mm-hmm. or something like that. Either way, I'm gonna. I have a plan to start doing more D and D characters and monsters. That's what I really want to start cranking out, and maybe some other games like D&D like the Rifts game RPG game. Do do you find a pattern for everything you do? Like let's say you were to get into monsters and I commissioned a beholder. Uh-huh. Is that something you could just make? Yeah, nowadays, yeah. I started it 5 years ago and that's when my do- I was pregnant with my daughter and I was like, "You know what? I want to make her something." Mm-hmm. I just started like YouTubing things and learning that way. Mm-hmm. So I had a little tiny tiny bit of crochet interest when i was like 10 or 12 and my grandma showed me a few things and i made like a i made a a blanket Mm -hmm. my baby doll or whatever but it came out like a triangle so i was like well i don't know what i'm doing i'm not gonna do it anymore right (laughs) but then my daughter came along and i was like i want to make her something and i would sit there on youtube and i'd be like okay all right i gotta learn what they're saying so i'd go youtube what's a single crochet okay got it and then i do it and then it's like what's a double crochet and then i go to it <laughs> yeah so i learned off that mostly and then this last year um going back to patterns that i found or if i'm just doing them now now this year was the first year that i started doing my own thing okay and and uh making my own patterns the spider one isn't that one i still it's just the same one that i found most everything else is my own so like you decided you were going to sit down and come up with your own tiefling pattern yeah is that something you've had any experience selling like as a pattern no um i do want to start doing that though i want to start making uh, my own patterns and putting them out there that's one of my goals for this come up year let me ask this. What is the favorite thing that you've made so far? Because your your ability to make whatever you want definitely gives yeah. you quite a scope of, hey, I, I can make my favorite thing. But what is what is your favorite thing so far? Oh, gosh. Um, I, I honestly really like the characters because they're all different. And uh, and like I just get to bring it to life. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's my favorite thing, I think. So, and, and, I, and I say this having gone through the beginning steps of the commission process with you. Let's say I had a half-orc druid who was crippled and, I don't know, some odd color of, of skin. Is that something mm-hmm. that you could just make? Is it, is it as simple as just giving you the details on what to make? I think so, yeah. Um, so, this one behind me is supposed to be a half-orc <laughs> okay it's, it's my husband's guy and he's a half orc he loves this thing that was actually my first one that i made was him but i think so like as long as i know a little bit of the story behind him and i could and uh pictures or drawings always help 
uh, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like, you know, give me the color of a skin. I'll try to match it as much as I can because there's so many colors of yarn out there. So it's pretty possible. And then just like certain details or like scars like this one. His, he actually has a scar on his eye here and it turned his eye red. Little things like that, you know, that really pick apart or like set apart your character. And and I'm excited about the one that I, I'm asking you to make for, for my brother. Yeah. The, just the, the connection though that you're able to make on, on the individual basis with, uh, I guess the customer would be the right word. Uh, I, I know some people don't always think of themselves as, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a business person. Some of them are just like, it's a hop. Yesterday uh, I interviewed a, a friend of mine named Marshall. Uh-huh. And and he he has the hardest time thinking of himself as an actual business, yeah. And uh, so so I'm I'm speaking one language and he's speaking another language. So I'm trying to meet in the middle. But <laughs> I I enjoy just how individual it, uh, individualized it is to each person instead of like a corporate relationship of a you know stamped in a yeah. factory and moved out. Has uh, you're more of an individual connecting with that person? Has mm-hmm. that made any community for you so far with what with what you're working on like do people follow up with you after they receive uh their order um i've had a few but mostly the orders have just been spiders and they've left reviews on my etsy which is awesome um i always don't know if i should like i feel weird i guess i'm not really sure because i'm still learning but Mm -hmm. i always do want to be like hey uh, how's that spider treat? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I'm the exact same way. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to push it. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know the boundaries, I guess, between that relationship yet. And I don't want to be like poking and prodding at them. And they're like, dude, I bought it. Like get off my back. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I want to be like, Hey, how, how do you like that? I saw your review and it's awesome. Thank you so much. But like, can I see pictures of how amazing it is to you? Like, can I see your face? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just think that it depends on the person because there's, there's some people that are like totally fine with it, you know? And then there's others that's just like, Hey, it was like, I bought it and now it's over. Mm-hmm. You know, I left a review for you. That's great. We're done. <laughs> I mean, and I'm that way. I don't always know how to respond when they do reach out to me. Sometimes I'm excited. Sometimes I'm like, leave me alone. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I was a little bit um, worried about when you wanted to talk more about Etsy because I might be straying from that (laughs) a little bit just because of how much they, how much like the fees are that they take from you. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And I'm like, maybe in other mediums, it would be okay. Like if I sold patterns, I'd probably put them up on Etsy, mm-hmm. but I think I'm going to stray away from them for the dolls and whatnot. Do you know where you're thinking about going to? Um, I'm, I do. I think I'm going to do uh, Shopify, Shopify or okay. Wix. I think I've heard of that one. Mm-hmm. I have to look more into that, but Shopify, I think for sure, all of my information or, um, decisions that i make are based on like hours of youtube (laughs) same here (laughs) and like what are these people saying like what are they you know what's the pros and cons because i don't know any of it really i only did etsy because a lot of people were saying it's a good beginner thing it's a good like stepping stone i can see that too yeah and it is because you don't have to worry about 
um, all the payment things and how to figure that out. And it's all set up for you. All you got to do is list something and there you go. It's done. So it's really easy and it is good for beginning. And uh, I would still say that I'm in the beginning stages because I've only been here since May on Etsy. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know, should I just, I, I really want to just take my own route because man, those fees and all those different things that they take out, it's mm -hmm. just so much <laughs> it, it, and it adds up it's kind of disheartening honestly it's like to see that because it's like oh cool i made a sale that's awesome and then it's like here's your cut and i'm like oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> and it just one thing i don't like is like if i wanted to actually make something back after all of their fees uh i'd have to price everything so high how how do you price something that you have to put so much labor into? Because I'm I'm assuming, well, actually, I'm not going to make that assumption. How long does it take you to make one of these? Um, it depends. So the spider takes me a good day and a half. Anything that I get takes me two days, depending on what it is, to make. Um, and that's if my kids let me sit down and you know do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Typically, I'd say two to four days to get something done. And then for pricing it, I, some people still tell me that I underprice things and others tell me that it's a good price. Some of them I'm like, nobody's going to pay that. Like why? And then I know a few people have reached out with my characters and was like, you know, that's a really good price. You know, I just want to know like, is the quality still good? Because I've seen all these other ones that are way more expensive than yours. And I'm like, Trust me, my quality's on point. <laughs> like, uh, that's one thing that I, I guess I kind of pride myself on. I crochet so tight because then there's no stuffing falling out. What I want to ask is at what point are you going to know when it's time to increase the price? Well, um, I guess like right before Christmas, I was kind of at that because then I had all these people that are like, hey, can I get this? Can I get that? And I've always heard from a business aspect that it's like, you know, if it, more demand means increase your prices. And if they still want it, then they'll get it. So that's what I kind of did during Christmas because I was getting a bunch of um, requests and I was over my head. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Um, and that's one thing I need to learn to do, learning when to say, mm -hmm. no, I can't do anymore because I was, I was stressing myself out and I was basically a recluse. Yeah, so I was just like working my fingers to the bone and I'd made the mistake of like posting on a Facebook thing, uh, for in my community, somebody was like, Hey, where's all those small business people? And I was like, well, you know, I've posted before. Nobody really like they liked it, but nobody said anything to me. So I was like, yeah, I'll just throw it out there and see what happens. And then I had like five people, Hey, can you make this, this, and this in each of their orders? And I was like, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I totally can. <laughs> I think a good time to increase that is when you do have a lot more people and a lot more demand on your, on your things, especially if you're, I guess, drowning like I was. <laughs> for that split moment just to be like, okay, now I can kind of take a break because maybe there won't be so many coming in. I know. Well, I was going to say I can relate to that so well, because when I was with, with eBay, 
everyone and their dog has something to sell. Yeah. They just don't want to sell it on eBay. Uh, they, they don't want to do the work. So they're wanting yeah. me to do it and take a cut. And I, I got to a point where I didn't have time. So I, I raised my, I raised yeah. my commission. I actually raised it to 50%. I was like, I'll take half of this. But e even then yeah. it wasn't, I was I wasn't making enough to justify it, so I actually quit doing that side of it. So I, that's I, I can I can relate to that really well, and that makes perfect sense because if if the demand is there, that might mean that they don't care about the price; they just want the product. So you can you know get your time back, which right. is so valuable. Well, let's talk about goals real quick because while I've been on Etsy, your business is completely different than anything I have. So I'm I'm. I want to learn as much as I can. Okay. But what are, what do your goals look like for someone who's doing what you do? Because you're you're the main worker, you're the you're the customer service, you're the shipper, you're you're all that stuff. You're the sourcer, you're the you're the person finding patterns. Um, what what are some goals mm -hmm. that you have as someone in that position with this business? I've been really thinking on it. I would like do as many characters as I can, even if they're not personal ones. Like my goal is because I would like to go to like oh, Comic-Con wow. this year if it's open. Yeah, I would like to go to some places like that or do some craft fairs. Um, I've done them in the past and I really enjoy it. It's fun. I like it a lot. So I'd like to do some more of that. And um, to prepare for that, I want to have um, certain characters, even like from like the Marvel universe and DC and all those mm -hmm. other different places, just because they're pretty popular and kids love them. And then on the D and D aspect of it, I was just going to do, I guess, generic ones of like a warrior and a tiefling bard or whatever, and just do some, some characters that look interesting and nice, but not necessarily mm -hmm. your character, you know, especially if I want to, if I go to Comic-Con and then have some of those other, like some video game characters link. Oh yeah. That'd be great. Oh, one thing I do want to do is like monster hunter. I was really big uh -huh. into it with my husband I, and I want to do things that I haven't seen yet. And a lot of them I have seen, and there's really good people out there that have done characters like me, which there's there's a handful of them and i mm -hmm. would like to be one of them <laughs> and then i also want to start putting together patterns and um i don't know if it will happen this year but eventually make a book of patterns and maybe i could do some i'd like to do it on like the nerdy aspect i suppose and do a little booklet of that yeah but i think my first goal is to do a D, &D stuff because that's what i started out with the instagram doing and wanting to do and etsy honestly so like that's one thing i'd like to go back to i guess the roots of why i started yeah just i love making the characters come to life and like my husband he's really artistic on the drawing side of things and i was like well maybe we could like collab and you can do their drawing and then i can just work off of that mm -hmm. if they love it you know pretty much how I did our characters. He drew them. And then I was like, I'm going to make. When you get to the point that you start doing some of these things, would you mind following up with me and letting <laughs> me know how they go? It, it, odds are, if I've had a question, then there are a hundred other people out there who have that same question. And if I can provide value to them on the podcast sure. and then send them to you to ask their questions, it, it can be a year, two years from now, just 
whenever just oh hey i I could tell isaac about this just send me an instagram dm and just tell me about it because i'd love to hear about this stuff so last question whenever i talk about a niche like ebay if i talk about a niche like etsy even sometimes when it comes down to getting someone to be a dm for the first time for a a campaign they they're scared to start yeah they they make up excuses they don't want to do it they're intimidated yeah um what were some of the maybe sure. I guess hurdles, if that's the right word, that were in your way of getting to co- be where you were confident enough to try Etsy? And what what kind of advice would you have for someone in that situation? I think the only hurdle was probably getting over myself, and and not knowing uh, I guess my own self worth mm-hmm. in a sense. Where mm-hmm. I was like, well, does do people really want it? Are they actually interested in it? And in that sense, I would just say do a little research on whatever it is because there's chances are people are interested in it and there's actually a pretty big audience for it. And just, I don't know, don't put yourself down. I think yourself or you're like your own worst enemy in a lot of times. You're the biggest obstacle you got to get over. It's easy to say, you know, just get over yourself, but it's, it's, to do it is a little bit tougher but in the instance you just have to force it I feel like most people that are going out there and looking for that and wanting to do that have already kind of done that in a sense because it's like you uh you already have the ambition to do it you know just take that plunge Mm -hmm. you know dive in (laughs) Uh, with me I was like I looked it up for the D&D characters on Etsy and I was like well there's not actually that many out there and I was like, why not just throw it in there? You know, there's there's quite a few different D&D things. A lot of them is like dice bags, which I think are really cool. And there are a few of them that have characters and monsters on them. But there's not really that many. So I was like, well, I might have a chance at it. Or not. the nerds mm. aren't on here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That seems to be, and, and I, I don't say this to degrade what you just said, that seems to be the common thing that everyone says, but it's the one piece of advice that people just don't take. I, I'm don't. trying to, I guess, do my part to get other people into gear, but at the same point, it's like, well, I can, I can, if I, if I can just get a catalog of people saying, just do it, kind of like the whole Shia LaBeouf video, maybe yeah. it's that many people and I could just montage that someday, <laughs> but that, that's 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 only answer I ever have for someone. But I, I like that it's it's relatable because I, I can't get crocheters to try and start doing Etsy. You can. Well, and I would also say, you know, if you're nervous about doing it, maybe just try and get that support and community around you. On Instagram, as far as I've experienced it, it is a really good supportive community. And if you're not sure, I mean, make an Instagram, throw your stuff up there feel that support and love and then maybe you'll get confidence that you need to to take that plunge to do the just do it you know <laughs> one thing um i had to add cuz actually just on the basis of like getting started and like putting yourself out there i guess my husband was the first one that i actually helped with that cuz i mean i enjoy his art and i love it and i was just like well, you have to start putting it out there like you have to and because he wants to do comics and uh and graphic novels and all that and i was like just put it on instagram just do it like it'll give you so much confidence 
and like inspiration and motivation to keep going. So do it, like put it on there. Mm-hmm. And then he started seeing mine, like how much it would like uplift me. And just the smallest things, you know, somebody commented a heart on it. And I was like, look at, yeah. they like it, yeah. you know, it's so cool. It, it's like, there's people out there. And then, so he actually started his Instagram um, maybe a month and a half after mine, maybe even more actually, but it was, mine had been going for a while. Um, and I already knew some of the tips and tricks because I'd been like, how do I, you know, get my stuff out there? What kind of things do I need to use? What kind of, like, what do I need to do to be successful on Instagram? Part of why I was excited to have you on was your your talent level and also the pictures on Instagram look great, is is okay. really, really high, but your number of, of followers seemed to be really, really small. So I was like, okay, so she's she's early in this. That means she can relate to so many people the yeah. the big difference is she got started and they haven't so i was like mm-hmm. so that's 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 one thing people are really going to relate to i think but then yeah. also it was it was just all oh, this stuff is so cool i just want to i just want to be a part of this i I'm, I'm really excited to follow from where you're at now all the way yeah. to where you are next year and five years from now etc so don't be a stranger okay no absolutely that's our show for this week. Jesse. thank you so, so much for coming on the show. If you'd like to talk to her and ask her any of your questions or just to see her work, you can find her on Instagram at hookmastercrochet. It's all one word. Also, in the show notes, there's a link to her Instagram and her Etsy store. If you're wanting to get a gift for that special RPG player in your life, this is a good one for them. I've put in an order with her, and she's been in constant communication with me on it so that every detail is perfect. It has been a great experience best place to get a hold of me is on instagram at business rpg give me your feedback and ideas for the show i have an open invitation for any guest recommendations so if there's someone you can put me in contact with that you look up to that you've learned a lot from please get in touch with me subscribe to the show leave a review you guys have been so encouraging and i really appreciate you taking the time to listen and so does jesse have a good day guys